The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? Doing well. How about you, buddy? I'm not doing too bad. Um, exciting day of baseball. Baseball season's right around the corner. Like always, we are getting even closer to pitchers and catchers reporting for spring training. Blah, blah, blah. Two weeks. Yep. Yep. Just two weeks, a little over two weeks away. We got 17, 16 days now, I think. Um, away pitchers from... and catchers report on the 14th. So you're looking at about 16 days. I just said, yeah, 16 or 17 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's like exactly what I just said. So I just gave the actual answer instead of guessing, but you know, it's depends on depends on where you're at so it could be 16 for some could be 17 for some so don't don't get it, it don't matter pitchers and catchers at least report in 16 very, days very soon and i'm very excited for this plus we have big angels big angel we have angels news today big angels news i'd say um t- today and the angels signing an outfielder but before we get there just want to thank everybody so much for watching and listening go ahead and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that bell as well. Uh, tell a friend about us too. Let them let them know what we got going on here. Let them know why you're why you don't like negative Nate here. Um, you know, let, let us know your thoughts on the off season so far for the Angels. If you're listening to us, go ahead and subscribe wherever you are listening to us. Leave us a review wherever you are listening as well. I promise you, I watch. I, I not watch, but I read all those reviews. I read all the comments on YouTube too. So leave us a comment. Let us know how you guys are feeling you guys also want to follow us on all our social medias twitter instagram and facebook you can follow myself at x jared underscore tim's nate at nate green 34 we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. And let's get it rolling here. So, Nate, we got news on the Angels front today. Angels sign Aaron Hicks to a league minimum deal because the Yankees are paying him $8 million. Um, by the way, at the time when the Yankees did sign him to the 8 seven for 80? Years, 7 for 70. The 7 for 70? I was, I, it was close. 8 for 80, 7 for 70. Um, really good deal, by the way. I think he was coming off the back-to-back really good years. He hasn't been the same guy. Um since those back-to-back two good years, put up a 2.7 war and then he put up a 4.3 war. Um, was one of the better players in baseball that year as well, um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken there. Uh, but just hasn't really been that same guy. However, in his last four seasons, um, in 2020, in the shortened 2020 season, he put up a 1.1 Fangraphs war. 2021, he put up a zero war. Uh, 22, he put up a 1.5 war. Last year, he put up a 1.0 war. To get somebody like this on a um league minimum deal at least is 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 a step in the right direction you're not paying this guy any more than what you know than what the league minimum should be i think it's seven seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars or around that range where the angels will pay him it makes him easy and i I hope i hope that they don't this doesn't happen but it makes him easier to cut um that you're paying him the league minimum um so there there's that as well if something you know ends up happening he doesn't play well it does uh, make him easier to cut. But other than that, I'm extremely, I'm, I'm actually fairly excited. Um, he's had been a good hitter in the past. I know it's at Yankee stadium, but he's been a, he's been a fairly good hitter in the past was a good hitter last year for the Orioles. It seems he just thrives in spots where there isn't a lot of pressure. And you look at Anaheim this year and you look at the angels this year. I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him to really be that guy. You know, the, um, in New York, you have a lot of pressure to be that guy. He was playing every day in center field and expecting to, you know, be a center fielder. Join guys like I think he was. I think he actually um, took over center field for Brett Gardner, who Brett Gardner was one of the better um, players for the Yankees in center field. Jacoby Ellsbury, Bernie Williams, those type of guys who played center field. It's a lot of pressure playing that position um, at Yankee Stadium. Same thing goes with shortstop at Yankee Stadium. You saw him go to the Orioles last year after being DF. Did he get DFA'd by the Yankees? Are they just really? Yes. He got DFA'd by the Yankees. He ended up being a very, very valuable piece for the Orioles. Um, hit really well there. Was a was a really good team guy. Um, 
And I think he brings that to, to the angels as well, to a rather young um, core group of guys. And also he's a, he's a SoCal guy, went to Woodrow Wilson there in Long Beach. So that's always, it's always fun to see the SoCal guys come back, but um, I'm excited again. It's a, it's a league minimum deal. He's not going to move the needle in any direction. It's some decently good depth as probably the fourth outfielder. Um, we'll go over the Angels roster here shortly. Um, but, Nate, I want to get your thoughts on this, and I'll stop talking because I've talked a lot. He he did take over for Jacoby Ellsbury. So, like, that was that was the guy he took over for. Brett Gardner, I, I think, played a handful of games in center field, not really a center fielder. Um, I, I think it's a very interesting signing. So the Angels have kind of a log jam in the outfield right now. You've got Mickey Moniak, Joe Adele, uh, Mike Trout, and Taylor Ward. And now you're adding Aaron Hicks as well. The The concern for me that a lot of people are saying is like, well, it's, it's not that money. We can cut him if we have to. And it's like, the fact that you're bringing up we can cut him if we have to means you're expecting there's a possibility of him being a, a 175 hitter. Like, that's scary to me. Uh, a lot of angel fans have said that, not just you. I've heard it from a lot of people saying, well, you know, it's league minimum worst case you cut him. And it's like, okay, yes, you can cut him, but you're also taking away from somebody on the roster, whether that's Joe Dell, Mickey Moniak, uh, whoever it is, Joe Dell is out of options. Like this is it for Joe Dell as an angel. He either makes the squad or he's gone and giving Aaron Hicks a deal right now, makes it very, very unlikely that he's going to make this squad. It's possible that you carry five outfielders, which is fine because of the injuries that Mike Trout has had and being able to DH him and things like that. But now you're going to really take away at-bats and opportunities from Joe Adele. Joe Adele is not going to get as many opportunities as he needs to to show that he is a piece or or he isn't a piece. I feel like that's the one thing with Joe Adele in his entire career. He really hasn't had that opportunity to be like, hey, Go play for a month straight. Find out if you're actually a player or not. And if you're not, that's fine. But he just really hasn't had that opportunity where it's like, hey, go play every single day and find out if you can handle every day at bat. So that's one of my concerns with Aaron Hicks is you're going to be taken away from Joe Adele. Most likely Joe Adele is going to be traded or, or DFA'd at some point this year. Um, and just how many times have the Angels actually been able to pull this off where – they go get a guy on this kind of deal, and and he's a position player that has paid off well for the Angels. Typically, it goes the other way, where it goes the complete opposite way, and the guy ends up getting DFA'd, like like you guys have mentioned. Um, so that's my one concern with this is the Joe Adele factor, Mickey Moniak factor, because he's a veteran. Like what if if Aaron Hicks is playing well, there's a chance that that Mickey Moniak doesn't see time in the lineup if he struggles early. Um, Joe Adele could be DFA. Like there, there are some, some things he does play center field, which is nice. So if, if Trout goes down, he makes us, he makes sense for teams as a fourth outfielder. Um, I, he just doesn't make sense on, on the angels team because the angels are still missing a very, very important bat in this lineup. Like this offense is not good enough to compete for anything right now. And I know we talked about this. Uh, last week where we said are the Angels like playoff contenders and I said they're a bat away and probably a pitcher away from really being a playoff contender and the pitcher doesn't need to be Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery it needs to be somebody who can compete and give them innings but the biggest thing for this team is they need an offensive threat in the order because right now if you look at it opening day the lineup could 
could be something like Trout 2, Rendon 3, and Ward and Hicks 4-5. And that's not exactly striking fear into uh, many pitchers' minds when they look at the way Rendon's played lately, the way Ward's coming off the injury, and Aaron Hicks's career, how it ended with the Yankees. Like That, that could be a really tough 2-3-4-5. And I know Angel fans are going to say, well... You know, Logan O'Hoppy could hit 40 and, you know, Zach Neto could be an all-star. And like, yeah, all those things could happen. But we're penciling in numbers for guys that have never done things before. Um, And I'd rather see them succeed before we start penciling them in as, you know, everyday all-stars. And that's kind of what it feels like the Angels are doing. It's like, hey, we'll go cheap here. Uh, We'll pencil some of these guys in as everyday all-star type players. And, you know, if they hit, we're going to be really good. If they don't hit, well, then... You know, we're just going to, you know, it's the Band-Aid that we've been put, putting on for the last eight years of, hey, we'll just we'll just stick this guy on the team and he'll be a Band-Aid because we don't have the prospects to take over for, for this position. So um, I, I feel like it's a very cheap thing the Angels, Angels did. It feels like a very normal Angels move. Um, you know, it brings me back to the Trey Turner last year where it's like go get a guy that really fits this team. And I think Cody Bellinger is the – only guy that really fits this roster that's still available offensively. And people are going to say, what about JD Martinez or, or um, Jorge Soler? And I, I don't really think the angels can afford to have a DH only. I think it doesn't help them long-term. I, I don't think it helps them short-term. I think you need a guy who's going to be able to hit in the middle of the lineup. That's going to be able to play um, some sort of position. I think that's Cody Bellinger. And I think he's really the only guy on the market that is, going to be a possibility of a 130 170 wrc plus um be able to play the field uh, 120 130 games out throughout the year and and just be a guy who's been there done that before i don't know is, if is there a guy that i'm i'm not thinking of that could do that off the top of my head no um but if you're at home playing the drinking game how many times will nate mention cody bellinger tonight that's your first shot First one, I mentioned him like eight times in that one in that one sentence. But like, no, no, you, you're not you're not wrong. There is there, Angels need an impact. You, I mean, like we we so, can't run out Mickey Moniak and Aaron Hicks and hope. Like no. if we're running Mickey Moniak out in the five hole to open like opening day, it, it's a problem. Yeah, no, I mean we we always we tend to find that like that every guy, year, yeah, where, every year where it's like, hey, if this guy's on, it, it was why why is me, this guy hitting? Why is Matt Duffy hitting fourth to lead mm. to to opening day? Like, why is this guy hitting fourth or fifth on opening day? Like, I feel like that happens every single year, and that that's not that's not how you win games. That's not how you end up in the playoffs. Like, you look at these teams that are playoff teams, and you look at their opening day lineups. For the most part, they're one through five or six. It's like, yeah, that's those are household names. Those are really good players. And then you have like seven, eight, nine, and you might have one or two where it's like, eh, that guy's going to get replaced by June or July or August by a prospect or a trade piece. But for the most part, you're seeing the dudes play. And that's one thing that I think the Angels are are missing is a key piece in this lineup, whether it's fill in the blank with who, but I don't think it's a DH only in J.D. Martinez or Jorge Soler. Yeah, I know. And, and those guys haven't really been like the centerfold of any teams either. Um, of late, um, where you know they're going to be batting right behind Mike Trout. JD kind of was in Boston two years I mean, ago. Yeah, I, I guess, but I mean that was again also two years ago playing in an extremely hitters hitter friendly ballpark. Um, well, all that being said, you, you also you you 
I know somebody's out there is going to be like, you miss somebody. You miss mission in Brandon Jury, um, who I know isn't in a crazy impact bat, but he's he at, at the moment, I guess he's probably your four hitter. You move Rendon into that five hole. I, I guess, but that, that's still not, not an a, imp- that's not a fun number four hitter. I'd, like I'd rather see Jury in the five hole, you know, like in all honesty, I'd rather see somebody else in that four hole. Man, I just don't, I, I don't know. Like, it, again, I mean, if you're looking at this team and you're saying that Brandon Jury's hitting four or five, like it, it's not a great look. Like you, you look at the playoff teams. I won't even bring up the Dodgers, but like Atlanta, Atlanta's one through seven or eight is ridiculous. That's a team that's trying to win that's, a World Series. That took years. That took years to build that, though. That's the thing. Like you started with Acuna and you started with Ozzy, and then you went. And you're like, well, we need it. We need a catcher. Let's let's go get. Let's go get the dude from uh, who they go get. They got uh, they got Sean Murphy from Oakland. They got Sean Murphy. Like, oh man, we need a first. We need we need a first baseman. All right, let's go get a first Matt baseman. We get Matt Olson. Yeah, you but know, they had go. Freddie Freeman already. Like, it, yeah. they got they got Matt Olson because Freddie Freeman left. So like, they already had they they've done a really good job of building their roster from the time. Like they they haven't really had their lulls in 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 uh, offensive output. Um, they kind of have done a really good job of like, hey, Chipper was about to leave. Freddie Freeman comes in. They throw in uh, Albies. They throw in Acuna. Uh, they had Hayward, who was playing really well, who was a top prospect. Who They were like, okay, he's leaving. Acuna takes his spot. Um, they they just seem to have done a really good job of like, oh, this guy is about God to leave, me. and they find that right guy at the right time, um, where the Angels haven't really done that. They've they kind of have missed and i know everyone's gonna say well we're not atlanta we, we aren't atlanta you're right look look at toronto toronto's one through five or six is going to be like a very good one through five or six the yankees are going to be a really good one through seven or eight like their lineup is loaded um texas is one through five or six is loaded like these teams that are are fighting for playoff spots like there's not even I, I didn't even name like Atlanta's a for sure playoff team, right? But like New York, Toronto, Texas, none of these teams are for sure in the playoffs going into next year. They're all gonna have to fight just like everyone else. They're it's not like I'm naming Houston where it's like, okay, like we haven't had a year where Houston isn't in the playoffs Seattle, in the last. Baltimore. Yeah, Seattle's got a good a good roster. Like uh I I don't know if it's like crazy good, like it, it's probably pretty similar to the Angels offensively, but then you go and you talk about the pitching and you go, wow, that's a top three pitching staff in baseball where the Angels are hoping they're a top top seven pitching staff in the American League. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it brings up brings up a good point. The rest, the rest of the AL West is getting better. The Angels just seem to be staying stagnant, which isn't isn't crazy. It, it takes one day. Um, you know, for the Angels to all of a sudden get better, uh, but I, I don't, man. With the way this off season's going, we'll see. We'll uh, we'll we'll very much so see. I'm, I I'll say this: you don't need to like you don't need to contribute to this conversation. But I'm not giving, um, I'm not giving Snell, Snell that the money that he wants. Um, that doesn't move the needle. Or, the years. I, or he wants well, like the fact that he's asked for nine years is it sounds outrageous. like it sounds like he's closer to the five year mark right now. I don't think he wants to pitch that. that. I think if he was. I don't understand why he didn't take the Yankees deal then. I don't know. I mean, because we'll... I th- I felt like that was a that was probably the number he should get, and yeah, that and then the Montgomery thing, like Montgomery in a perfect world is a number three, 
and you're going to pay him. He's a really good number three. He's a pretty good number two. And you're going to pay him to be an ace, which he's not an ace. Like, yeah, he pitched good in the postseason, but he, he's not an ace. He's a guy that, like, when he gets to the postseason, he, he seems to figure it out. But, like, he's a guy that's going to have his ups and downs throughout the regular season, throw up a, a 3-5, 3 ERA, which is, which is good. But it's not, like, take the ball against Garrett Cole, take the ball against uh, Justin Verlander, Fran Valdez, and you're like, hey, we, we like our chances today. It's like, we we are the underdogs of this game. We we have to hope that we hit way better than whoever we're playing. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's getting better. The Angels it just feels like are staying stagnant. Um, on that note, I'm I'm excited about Aaron Hicks. Does it move the needle? Probably not. Um, so bringing back SoCal kid, you're bringing in some depth. Um, it doesn't help out the Joe Adele situation. I agree with you. He hasn't gotten it. He's Joe Adele and people don't like when, when we say this, but Joe Adele really has not gotten an opportunity. We were really hoping, especially talking with him on a previous podcast that he was going to, you know, get the opportunity at, with this Aaron Hicks signing. It just doesn't feel like he is. Um, especially if you think you're going to get, maybe make a push at Cody Ballinger. So we'll, we'll see how the rest of the offseason goes. I'm, I'm extremely, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know where they're going to go after this. So um, with all that being said, though, I do want to go over the roster because it is kind of coming together a little bit. You are starting to see like some of the needs that the angels have, um, you know, some of the position battles that are, that are going to be going on. So um, we'll just kind of just go over this a little bit here. Um, if you're running out 13 position players, 13 pitchers, which probably is what the angels uh, end up running out behind the plate is Ohapi and Thice. Thice is out of options, so you probably you honestly have to go Thice. Uh, first base right now is Nolan Shanwell. Uh, second base, Luis Renifo. Shortstop, Zach Neto. Third base, Anthony Rendon. Um, in the outfield, you go Ward, Trout, and Moniak. Um, it just seems like Perry is going to be pushing Mickey Moniak, and Moniak really has a spot unless, unless said otherwise. DHing, um, you go Brandon Jury, which is which now that is what 10 players, nine players right there. Um, then you have four more bench spots between. Um, you have 10. You, you've named 10 because you named Thice and uh, Ohapi. So you have three you have bench three, spots. You have three bench spots. And guys on the 40 man is Adams, Adele, Paris, Soto, Stefanik, and Aaron Hicks. You assume Hicks is making the team, um, which leaves two spots, probably one outfield spot, one infield spot. You could go Adele in Paris. I'm assuming that the Angels get deeper. And then not on the 40-man, you have Hunter Dozier, um, Charlie LeBlanc, Richie Martin, Evan White, who is not on the 40-man, which I thought he was on the 40-man. but No, they, um, they took him off right when they traded for him. Yeah, Willie, Willie oh, Calhoun. actually, he wasn't on the 40-man when they traded for him. That's why. Willie Calhoun, Jake Marisnik, who could take a spot if if needed there, um, Orlando Martinez, and Miguel Sano. So it, it's, it's starting to come together. You start seeing, like, the Angels – Need are going to probably need somebody in the outfield. Um, that's going to be a spot that they'll they'll battle for. And then you see the Angels do have some depth at first base now. Not a lot, but do do have some depth. Um, but beyond that point, we'll just kind of see where where it goes. Everything else kind of seems to be pretty straightforward as position player goes. I don't know if you want have anything to have anything to say there. I know in the outfield is it's man it's it's not a good roadblock or not a good jam like. I'll, I I like when the Angels have depth, but when you have to get rid of Joe Adele, you know, first round pick, top prospect who really hasn't gotten a shot, um, or you might have to get rid of him, 
at some point is 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 kind of tough for me i think so yeah i i think you're also looking for a utility guy a guy who could play second short and third um uh, you're you're still looking at kike hernandez potentially a brandon crawford um i tim anderson's probably out of the price range and and won't do it but Ahmed Rosario is a possibility. He could play second short. Um, probably could, he could play the outfield as well. So I think you're looking at one more infielder because they need it. Um, you don't really want to start the year with Kyron Paris or Mikey Stefanik on the roster. Um, and then I, I think that they go cheap on the on the offensive side and they, they try and spend some money on the pitching side and I, I could see them spending a lot of money on Jordan Montgomery or, or Blake Snell and just, you know, us coming back on here in two weeks going, they gave Blake Snell nine years and $30 million a year? Like, what are we doing? But hopefully I'm wrong. Um, hopefully it's, if it's Blake Snell, hopefully it's closer to that six-year mark at $22 million a year or something like that. But I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see, but... it. Not a huge fan of this move just because of the roadblocks it, it brings up for this team. And does it take them out of the Cody Bellinger market? Because do you need do you need an extra outfielder at this point? I, I don't think so. I think this kind of takes them out of that market. Nah, and, I don't think so. And now you run into the J.D. Martinez, Jorge Soler market. And if the Angels sign a true DH only, I am going to lose it. Which will be a real fun day. I don't think this takes him out of Cody Bellinger. I, I don't think it will. I don't think it takes you out of the Cody Bellinger sweepstakes. If you're thinking that you're competing this year, which it seems like you know the Angels aren't but, rebuilding. But then, but then you're moving somebody, right? You you just said that Mickey Moniak is being pushed as a guy to, who has a job, right? So that I means mean, you're moving. If you, can, Ward, if you can, if you can get somebody that moves or, the needle, Moniak. That's the thing. If you can get somebody that moves the needle, like I don't expect the Angels to go out and sign Bobby or. Cole Calhoun in the outfield, you know, like I don't expect them to go sign that. Who? Eddie Rosario. Eddie, yes. I don't expect them to go sign that guy in the outfield that just like takes up a spot like that. Like if you're going to go sign somebody in the outfield, if you're going to go sign somebody, yeah, yeah, Adam Duvall, like that was the one guy somebody asked me today, like they're like, well, let's take them out of the Adam Duvall sweepstakes. I'm like, yes, probably because Adam Duvall fills that same hole that Aaron. Aaron Hicks does, you know, I don't think it yeah. takes him out of the Cody Bellinger sweepstakes only because Cody Bellinger is a three tiers higher level than Aaron Hicks, than anybody else on this on the, like, but you understand Cody, what I'm Cody saying? Bellinger's, like if you sign Cody Bellinger, you you're moving Mickey Moniak or you're moving those Jamie guys Ward. are move. Those guys are movable for Cody Bellinger. Like you're not moving those guys for, for Adam Duvall or somebody like that, you know, like that, that's, that's the difference there. So I get like, it, but it's the same, it's are the same you getting as, anything in return from those guys? It's it's well it's the same thing as if like you were to have like a surplus of of pitching, or, or like let's say the Angels sign. No, you can always have pitching. Well, I, I I do agree, and you're not you're gonna. I know your answer to this, um, but if the Angels sign Blake Snell, right? Like, bye Tyler. You, you're gonna say bye Tyler Anderson. They're not gonna get rid of Tyler Anderson. Like that's not that's not gonna be the 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 way that they go. They're gonna have to either not have Chase Silseth in the rotation or you're Terrible trading. Idea trading trading griffin canning so like that again both those guys are movable i have watched now i have watched seven teams trade tyler anderson's contract and similar players to tyler anderson and the angels are like you know what our rotation's good 
We're, we're fine with it. I have watched Marco Gonzalez be traded twice. I have watched Anthony DeSlafani be traded twice. And those guys have similar contracts to Tyler Anderson and are similar pitchers to Tyler Anderson. DeSlafani's probably a little bit better than Tyler Anderson, a little bit better track record. But I have watched all these guys get traded, and you're like, how? I'm not, how? I'm not saying that the Angels aren't trying to trade Tyler Anderson. I'm just saying that. But, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, yes, I, I get it. It's just not, it's not in the Marco plan. Gonzalez has been traded not once, but twice. Two teams were willing to take that contract. I totally get it. I totally get it. Okay. We got, don't have too much more time. I want to go over the starting pitching. I, I, I know it again, Cody Bellinger moves the needle. So it doesn't take him out of the market. Like if the angels, same, same thing goes here. The angels were to sign Cody Bell or not Cody Bellinger, Mike Clevenger, right? It doesn't take them out of the, Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery sweepstakes. Why would you? Why would you sign? Why would you sign Mike Clevenger? You get. You get what I'm saying. Um, So starting pitching wise, right now you go Sandoval, Detmers, Canning, Anderson, Silsa. Some options: Bachman, Kahanowitz, Maderos, Plezak, Rosenberg. I think they got to get deeper there as well. Um, Some guys not on the 40 man. You go Erla, uh, Mason Erla, who I really like, uh, Brett Carey, and then Angel. I can't I, wrangle is his name. They signed him early in the off season. And then from the, the bullpen standpoint, I they've gotten better. I don't think they've gotten great in the bullpen. It's still very worrisome to me in the bullpen, but you go with Steves, uh, Luis Garcia's Ben Joyce, Jose Soriano, Robert Stevenson, Matt Moore, Adam Simber, and Jose Suarez, I believe because he's out of options. I know you shake your head, but he's out of options. Um, Oh, it's okay to get rid of Joe Adele when he's out of options, but we got to hold on to Jose Suarez because he's out of it's, options. It's like, come on, thing. give me no, a break. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as Adele. Like, give me a break. It's the same thing as Adele. I'd, I'd, I'd argue that Jose Suarez has gotten more of a chance than, than Joe Adele's gotten. Oh, right? absolutely. Jose Suarez has gotten three months to suck at baseball. Yeah. Joe Adele has gotten two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's all I have to say is yeah. So you have some options here in the bullpen. Kelvin Caceres, Davis Daniel, Jimmy Herget, Andrew Wants. Um, it, it's not deep there with guys not on the 40, man. So that bullpen's going to be that. I think the bullpen's we'll, fine. There, there's, you're, we'll talk, you're deep we'll enough. We'll talk about that. With with the starting rotation going, you're going to need some You're going to need some depth in, in the bullpen. I don't think the Angels. Don't worry. Jose Suarez will be able to throw five innings you know, right. twice a week, and right. it'll be fine. So, and then guys not on the 40 man, uh, um, Guerrero, Tyrone Guerrero, um, it's not Tyrone. Yeah, it is. Um, Aaron Hernandez, uh, Jones, he's a guy down, Nick Jones is a guy, Adam Collarick, Luis Lito, Tyler McGregor, Jose, Jose Marte, um, Taylor Thomas, Eric Torres, and watch out for Kenyon Yovan, um, in spring training. I think he's going to get every chance to make the, make the bullpen as well. So, man, I, I don't know, man, like this is a, it's tough. The angels need to get better. And there's not a lot of places that not a lot of ways that they're able to get better. So uh, you got any final thoughts before we let everybody go? Nope. Typical angels off season, typical angel moves. Well, what else is new? We'll see, man. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's at least, at least, so I'll say this for let everybody go. At least they are young and kind of fun, right? Like at least they're not, at least they're not throwing out guys. We, we that... just threw out Joe Adele, who's 26, for a 35 year old. Joe Adele's not 26. 27. Years old. Joe Adele's not 27. 
Joe Dell's 23 years old, man. He's not very oh. old. You think, you think he's a lot older than that. He's not. That, and, and that makes it worse because we just brought on Aaron Hicks who's 34, turning 35. I'm just saying. That and they, we're getting rid of Joe Adele, the young, fun guy for the old old guy who wanted to go play. In, he wanted to go play golf last year. He did go play golf. All right. We'll see. I'm just saying, at least they're, they're somewhat young. They're somewhat fun. Um, so you never know where, where they're going to go. You never know what Ron Washington is going to do with them. So with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Go ahead and follow us on our social medias, X Instagram and Facebook. You can follow myself at exit on exit Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34 guys. Have a great rest of your night.